turn my timer on. Bam. That's all good. <laughs> all, right. all right, ready? Yep. Yes. So, we're going to start fade to black. We're going in three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King. And here with me on my left is my co-host, Adrian. And as usual, sitting in control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Don't mind me just filling in my calories. <laughs> He's still eating over there? Yeah, I still got it. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. pumped up. You know, yeah. we just got back from the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. we got back from the movies. A little shaken up. Well, oh, dude. oh my oh, god, <laughs> huge shaken up, he, massive. Dude, I'm on the way back from the car ride. I was still feeling a little disoriented. I feel like the every time like the car seat like shook, I'm like, oh fuck, still feels like I'm at the movies, dude. <laughs> yeah, for real, because right, we just came back from watching the 4DX version. Yeah, of um Shang Chi. Yes. <laughs> yep. So. This was a little different for us, though. Not for me and Adrian, but no. Mike, this was your first time experience 4D. Oh, 40X. Yeah, 40X. Yes. How was that for you, man? I was. That was an experience. Yeah, yeah. I was. Um, I thought luxury theaters was like the peak of like recliners. You know, waiters coming to your thing. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. a whole new experience coming to you now. <laughs> this was essentially a, a roller coaster. Yeah. Would you uh would you, you like to explain what 40X is to the audience members? Yeah, okay, yeah, 40X. Yeah. All right. So you're you're new, you're used to your conventional theaters sitting down, recli- he says recliners, cup holders, normal. 40X is a whole brand new experience because of the seat itself tilts, mm-hmm. bounces, they throw water in your face, there's fog, there's wind. Pretty much a full blown experience. It's almost similar to on par as the um the Star Wars ride at Disneyland. Yes. Actually, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best description would be if anybody's made Universal Studios, like the Shrek 4D, yeah, or any of those 4D theaters, identical. So you got like motion controlling seats that actually move around with the actual scenes that yes. appear on screen. You get these weird misters that kind of spray out not just water but also scents. They say scents, but we got a scent. We a got scent. a scent. You we got a vague. You scent. get a vague tree like, smelling yeah, scent. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, pine like bark. It's like citrusy pine, like bark. I like, don't weirdly know. Weirdly enough, I could still. You know what? It's kind of pepperminty. Actually, the peppermint's in here. Oh, <laughs> You're smelling. But I don't know why, yeah. but the peppermint reminds me of that scent. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's it's basically anytime they're out in the forest or any yeah. huge greenery scenes, they'll spray that. Then they have water. So much fucking because, water. No, oh my god. Oh, huh. The last time we went, it was for Godzilla. There was not this much water. It was just literally like, oh, a sneeze. That's what you got. Yeah. This one, Shang Chi. Oh my goodness. The the last the last what twenty minutes of the movie just <laughs> okay water. yeah. Must have a bucket of water. Well, like, we get these water misters on these 40 seats. So there's ones that shoot directly up and then it's kind of a rain effect. It has a rain effect. So it mists like down on you. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you get those you, giant splashes of water in the film, you know, you can kind of get that effect. But no, that's not the worst. What made it terrible and it was so annoying was the fucking mist spray that went directly in your face yes. from the seat right in front of you. It's, a, it's they shoot compressed air of mist. Yeah. And it's not like a little squeeze. I'm talking about like a full blown just It's a burst. harsh, it's a harsh burst right in the face. Yeah, so that kept happening a lot. Too much. Like I said, because when it got to the climax of the movie and they're in the final battle, there's like one specific scene, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Shang-Chi, I'll suggest yes. turn this off right now. We're going to talk about this. Spoilers here. But when you get to the final climax and you get the fight scene between you know, Shang-Chi and his dad, Mandarin, yes. and Mandarin punched him towards like towards the ocean or not the ocean like the giant lake. lake i was like fuck they're gonna have a giant fight scene right over this lake and i already knew i was preparing myself i covered the popcorn i got my hoodie right i was like shit it's gonna get a wet show this is gonna be a whole yeah, wet sure show. sure enough sure enough oh it was they like had their splash whole, mountain they had the whole dragon ball battle and just <laughs> yeah. water 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 yes just they <laughs> might as well have the guy saying with the hose just <laughs> dude for real it would have been just easier. 
God. I just, I want to know now, like, how that movie will pan out with, like, actual other movies. Like, we're making the jokes, like, man, just experience this with, like, Waterworld. <laughs> also, another thing about this ride, too. Okay, the way the seats move is normally to a scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, in Godzilla, every time he steps, the seats bounce. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, something happens, you know, the car stops, the whole seat, you know, tilts forward. forward. They accelerate the tilt seats back. Okay, yes. This one, when they're fighting, you're feeling the fight. It's like the seats are trying to motion contract and keep up with the actual fighting, all the kung fu. And it just... It was, just being rattled around. <laughs> yeah, you're rattled around so much. It was, like I said, it's almost, almost like a roller coaster because you're literally just being <laughs> jarred, up, just yeah. bounced everywhere and then... Like, got, <laughs> like the last point, uh, the person who was uh, calibrating the shakes yeah. and the motions for these, these seats mm-hmm. me, was basically just like on that last scene, man, fuck it. Just fun <laughs> okay. joystick the shit out of it. I know how, okay, I, I researched how they programmed the uh, the 4DX. Yeah. The guy sits on the seat with the controller with joysticks and buttons. So he's watching the movie and prog- programs it as he's watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's able to rewind, you know, do that. So Do-all make sure that. it's all done right. But he uses a joystick to move the seats. Okay. I think he just literally just went, started yeah. knocking around just the joystick all over the place. Like, yeah, <laughs> just fucking button mashed it. Yeah, because they're doing scenes where like the it's doing like uh, what's it called like uh, drone shots or like wide shots, mm. and it's like the seats are slowly rocking, but they're moving to the camera yeah. movement. Like, okay, that's like you're nice. gliding. Yeah, yeah. But then the fight scene's just. It's just it's jarring yeah, all over shit. the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll I'll definitely say for yes. those of you who have not experienced 40x, definitely try it out with the right movie. The you need to get yes. the right movie for that. One thing I was worried about is just like the experience with this, whether it was gonna affect our actual enjoyment of the movie Shang Chi. No. Which I still enjoyed it. That no, I, no, I, I did. I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was the a good 40 one. is just for an added to it. Yeah, it's an add I I, I did like I was making a jokes and I still stand by it beforehand. Like you did not need a 4D experience for this film and it was not necessary. Oh no, no. it was never necessary. No, no, no. Especially like I said, this is supposed to be more of a kung fu film, so the whole jarring effect and trying to keep up with the actual fight choreography. No, you, you nah. didn't need it. Was, it was a little dumb for how much it was. Yeah, how much it's, it was rocking. It's only worked. I'll say it's more of a treat. I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, it's a treat. A 4D experience is a treat. Don't. Bother doing it every single time. Just once in a while. If you want once to in a while, if you want to pay that $20, you know. Yes, the $22 that we paid for that, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably say, like, if you went to go see, uh, like, a Fast and Furious, or if you were seeing a monster movie. Yeah, definitely. Something having that, to do with a lot of emotion lot itself. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Of a vehicle mm-hmm. or something monstrous, then, yeah, I'd go yeah. see it. Yeah, but, like, but, Adrian, yeah. you like the movie. Mike, did you like the movie, Shang-Chi? Yeah, I dug it. Yeah. I thought I thought there was some, some places where, like, uh, the dialogue was pretty weak. Like... Yeah, the dialogue was straightforward. Like, it's like it was straightforward to the point. Not, you know, it doesn't it doesn't leave you wanting more or leave you more developed into the plot. It kind of helped just enough to push you to the next fight. I think it's because we're so used to with every other Marvel film where they just <laughs> drag it on a little bit. Yeah, they drag on quite a bit. This one's like, no, all right, let's just get to the point. Let's get to the point. Which, I mean, like it felt more like for a little bit, Aquafina was kind of carrying the dialogue mostly. Yeah. Like trying to carry it forward. Yeah. This movie was flashbacks up the ass. Yeah. Again, traditional Chinese <laughs> movie or anime at this point. That was that was so much, just so much going back in the past. And it was like they would show one little piece of like the story, continue mm-hmm. the story back no present time, then continue the rest of that story. Ooh. Which is funny because I usually do enjoy that in films. I yeah. like it when a film will kind of give you the backstory throughout the whole film and you kind of, at the very end, you get the entire gist of the story. I didn't want in this one. I kind of wish for all those flashback scenes that would have been in the very beginning and they would have just got that out of the way. Actually, I like that the way it was. I just, I don't know why. This one time, I actually liked it. You, you like the flashbacks constantly interjecting in this movie yes no, no in this I, movie yeah. yes because i'm a i'm a big hater on like animes when they do this <laughs> for i mean anyone that watches naruto uh they, you know when they do like two solid episodes then fucking five episodes of flashbacks uh, i hate that let's put it this way like in this movie yeah. it felt like you know the swings that the swing set that always shows up in Naruto. <laughs> the you one know, the, that gets, the, pop, the one know. that has more screen time than anyone else. Yeah, yeah, it, it kind of felt like that, where it was like my mother's death. Flashback, flashback, flashback. Like, I felt like 
they they had moments in this movie where they needed to calm down to give exposition. Mm-hmm. And I felt those flashbacks took too much of that time when they could have got given more present day exposition. Yeah. They teetered back and forth. Where it's like, yeah, he misses his wife. But he's willing to fuck everyone up over. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he's sad. Nope, he's willing to destroy an entire village just because he wants to bring his like, wife back. Like, at no point in this film where I was like, man, the Mandarin's fucking bad. It's like, no, I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like, everything he was doing, I was like, I don't agree with, but I get it. You know, you're kind of upset and mad because your wife got killed, so you're reverting back to what you were. I get it. You want your child and your children to grow up strong so they can take your place. I get that. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, there's nothing in this film he did that was, like, so fucking far off evil. Besides for him just trying to, you know, open up the final, you know, that... Like, um, let's let's, let's at yeah. it this way. Most of the Marvel villains that we've seen so far... We had Killmonger, who pretty much took over an entire country. Yeah, burned all of the uh, pretty much all the the heart herbs. Mm-hmm. So there's no more Black Panther uh, serum that could actually be produced anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have another villain that snapped away pretty much half of the galaxy, mm-hmm. right? You have another one that pretty much laid waste to like almost an entire planet just to get to a a certain stone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so you have these other Marvel villains who have done way worse. <laughs> And this guy's pretty much the worst thing he's done was like, hey, you know what? Let's take my crew of like my 40 guys mm-hmm. that you've seen throughout this movie. And let's go attack this one village of other 40 people-ish. <laughs> and then let's go and see if we can try to open this gate to get my wife back. It's, yeah. Dude, it's... I the said, most evilest a- creature in there was that weird Cthulhu squid thing. Yeah. That was the most evil thing. What? I thought that was supposed to, at first I thought they were gonna show with um Feng Shui the dragon, but that wasn't it. But what was that other dragon? Oh, the one he was riding? Yeah. Ah oh, fuck. I can't I can't remember the name, but yeah, the it spirit was the of protector. their Yeah, it was like the protector, the spirit of like their village and land over there. Yeah. Yeah. What could I just say this? For a movie that was selling itself as a kung fu film, the entire final battle was just Yes, no. 80% CGI. Oh my God. That was yes. a CGI fest. That was almost like hurting my eyes. If anything, it kind of gave me hope that there's the possibility of a of a real Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, yeah, pretty much that's what you get the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah the last like, five, the minutes, five minutes of the fight is I mean, definitely like a GBC film. Him coming yeah, down, yeah. like breaking through like yeah. the atmosphere, kind of like just cutting through the air like he's hitting Mach 5 mm-hmm. at supersonic speeds. Dude, out. And- at one point, he did go Super Saiyan. Yes, he there, did. There was actually one point. <laughs> yeah. He even did the Kamehameha wave. Yeah. Oh. Held up the rings like, like it was the freaking Dragon Balls. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. Dragon Ball Z. That, that was, was the closest basically thing that was we'll get to Dragon Ball yeah, Z. That's the closest thing we were going to get to DBZ. Dude, what did I say when that dragon came out? What did I tell you? Oh, fucking Shenron. Yep. <laughs> Shenron came out of the water. There he goes. Like, uh, did he? Did you guys like that final battle? Or uh, you know what? Yeah. I was telling Adrian. I was like, it reminded me of like Greasers versus the Soches. Like this is the the Mandarin of the Ten Rings who's infiltrated every part of the globe of every government, and his army, quote quote, his army is like maybe forty guys. And it just felt like two street like gangs. Forty, yeah. What was up with like the lack okay, of like? I, okay, that's the that's one problem I do have about him at all. Like that's one big. Yeah, problem like you have like is, this massive army you claiming they have, and then you have like the same like. Yeah. 15, Supposedly 20 he's people. ruled for a thousand years. Yeah, he's taking over governments, changed history. They do the big like they're basically jerking him off for like say he's the most evil guy yeah. out there. Yeah, but apparently he's able to drop that all like that, have everyone disappear. Yeah. Well, I see why he did that. Like. The, the reason why they had him disappear, I get yeah. that, because you needed to have an excuse why all these heroes came out yeah. and why the original Ten Rings wasn't involved in the original Iron Man. I was trying to, like, when I first went in this movie, I was trying to figure out how they're going to try to excuse them not being around. Yeah. And he had a family. Mandarin yeah. had yeah, a family. No, I get that. I got he had a family. He made it all disappear. Like, I don't know how he fucking just drops it and, like, everyone. Yeah, just drops his entire, it off. His army just literally just disappears mm-hmm. but when he comes back i would figure most of want to come back you know find some work again yeah like oh shit you know the real mandarin returns you know yes. let's go yeah and yeah, apparently he only has like 40 people with him and that's it no but he had like he had that full fortress yeah of trained military assassins but yet to finally like attack the main you know ta, uh, ta lao or ta lo 
what was pronounced. He yeah. comes in with like oh. six Cherokees. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, he that- did, and that's even his A team. I could tell you that. <laughs> no, it's not. That was not the A team. Like, all he came in was a couple of SUVs, mm-hmm. like maybe like five or six, yeah. and that was it. And what's up with the main, his main assassin dude gets taken out so fucking fast and gets a soul oh, sucked yeah. out. Oh, like Who was that? Shang-Chi's master. No, well, Shang-Chi's trainer. You know, the oh, one trainer. with the mask? Yeah. Okay. Actually, one big question about yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Did they ever explain who he is other no. than just the visuals None. of he's his trainer? That's yeah, it? Yeah. It's like just basically the dude who's trained him his entire life. Yeah, but I, I but figured that he's, he looks so unique that like- Yeah, you thought it was going to be something more name? special to it. Yeah. There's a name to him at least? I mean, probably in the comics. Yeah. There, I, I feel like he was someone after, like, I do need to go back and read at least some of the Shang-Chi comics. Yeah. yeah. So I can figure out like a lot of these characters, who they were. Him, yeah, I felt like he was a lot more important than what he needed to be. And he was not important at all. No, it was like, what the? Like, he was a throwaway character. It was like, oh, like he whooped his ass. Well, but dead. like, yeah. of all the throwaway characters you can make, why not Razor Fist? I know they can't Razor Fist like, of all. Things. I don't read a lot of Shang Chi comics, but I know for a fact <laughs> Razor Fist fucking sucks. Okay, yeah. this villain literally has a blade for a hand. Okay, but that's not the dumb part. The dumb part is in the comics he has two blades for hands, no hands at all, just two fucking mm-hmm. blades, and he goes by Razor Fist. I don't know why they decided to make that. He has no attachable hands to do onto. Like he, that's all he has: two swords for fists. Yeah, I was surprised they kept Razor Fist. Like of I, all the throwaway characters, I, although I do appreciate how they how they they tell you that that's his name by mm-hmm. his car. Yeah, it's yeah. a decaled car that said Razor Fist on the side of the car. <laughs> super super detailed, like yeah. graffiti detail. Oh yeah, it was basically wrapped with just a logo around mm-hmm. it. And it's like yeah. they stole my car. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so you're Razor Fist. Yeah, yeah. you're Razor. Yeah. Uh, I was, that was like the one thing I was like, if they were to just swap those two characters around and kept like the main assassin dude, I would have been tight. Also, I did not like the dragon battle. I did not. That was so jarring for how much CGI that was necessary and how yeah. much like computer generated water they needed to mask around much of that fight sequence. I mean, God. It, was, it was hard to tell what was going on when those two were fighting the two dragons. Yeah. Like I... I like I did one moment, not like that. At one moment, I thought this he summoned a secondary dragon. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was like, oh, there's a second. There's dra- another yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. It was the the water dragons or whatever. Yeah, I thought it's like, oh, no, it's just water that's he's moving yeah, around. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah. And honestly, what I thought he was gonna do is gonna freeze him in an ice ball. Yeah, because it was tra- it was going into a yeah, ball. Yeah, like, it was, I thought ball, he was yeah. forming the some go- sort of like water globe, like yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, I was thinking like more like the what's called Avatar. Like, oh, it's just gonna freeze him in a ball. Mm. That's and then he's gonna come back. You know. And, a movie or two movies from now. Hmm. It's like, nope, they just, nope. That, it was just a water ball. That's all it was. Yeah. 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 But besides for that, I did like the choreography. So I like the fight oh. scenes for this film. The fight scenes that were in it were cool. They were pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I did really like uh, the one where they're escaping from the, um, the fight club. The, the fight club. Yeah. The yes. fight arena. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was dope where they started going through this, uh, the side of the skyscraper and they're going through all those, um, the bamboo, the bamboo. Like yeah. Yeah. They had that one scene where Aquafina was about to fall down and you actually watch Shang-Chi basically start dipping and diving through all yeah. those people to catch her. That was badass. And you can yes. see in yeah. real time too, like as like the poles breaking too, like it's bending in half, mm-hmm. it's snapping. Like you can see her. And you can see him at the same time bending and weaving through these, uh, through these assassins. Yeah, through yeah, these yeah. assassins in the bamboo. So that was pretty cool, like all in one shot. And you can definitely tell, like they are trying their hardest not to cut the camera as much as possible during oh the my fight God, yes. You can tell they're trying to do long takes as much as humanly There's, possible. Yeah. I, I don't know if you noticed too, but whenever they do the shots where they use the, the 10 rings mm-hmm. is they used a wide shot or a really long shot kind of pulled away. Oh yeah. Because it was heavily CGI'd. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. There was two moments in the fights where the, they got really bendy, the fighters. The fight? Okay. Because when he punches them, he turns really Gumby like just kind of his whole entire body just morphs mm. and oh. he flies backwards. Was that the final fight between? No, not the final oh. fight. It's during the fight in the, in, uh, I think in the club. Was it that flashback where he goes and kills or finds the guy that killed his wife? Uh, actually, through one of those, yes. During the reflection scene, yeah. When okay. the camera turns on, it's showing the reflection. Yeah. They turn kind of gummy, but there was also another shot when he's fighting against uh, uh, Shang Chi, where it's just he looks kind of gummy. I mean, you can 
very, very sparsely see some of the like the CG transitions between Shang-Chi and then he actually becomes computer generated to like an animated character. Yeah. You can slightly see that, especially when he was wearing the full dragon scale outfit. Mm-hmm. It's just the texture of that. You can kind of tell like what it looks from real life texture. And then that yeah. it was a little extra more shiny when he went to the CG elements. And then it kind of shows where it's like where what feels real and also almost as if like someone's sliding something across the screen yeah instead of actually capturing something happening mm. it was just like sliding across the screen like oh he's moving up and then he's coming back down yeah and that's something where like it's that's a technique that's been done and you do get these transitional shots through like all marvel films it was just it was something that when it got towards Ori's phase two i knew i was to be expecting that a lot a lot of the transition between human to like the cg character elements Mm -hmm. especially when you go super wide it was just a little more noticeable because they are so heavy-handed on the martial arts in this like the love okay the fight scenes uh oh man lost my thought on this one yeah you continue (laughs) (laughs) no but like and it's like it's funny too because it's something you do want to like try to avoid, but you can't really avoid this because it's a moral film. Yeah, you're having all these crazy elements going on, but like I said, they're really advertising themselves as being so grounded on the heavy, you know, actual martial arts. Yeah, I just I knew for a fact there was going to be some jarringness between the two elements going back and forth. It's like two different uh, two different styles clashing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Marvel style movie meeting kung fu style yeah and both of them are trying as hard as they can not to step on each other's on each other's toes Mm -hmm. but and certain elements there are certain aspects that they do take over yeah like the fighting parts excuse me the uh the kung fu parts like Mm -hmm. say like between him and his mentor is the other assassin the masked one Mm -hmm. like you can see the difference between where the chinese filmmaking came in for kung fu yeah for fighting and then for any background exposition story, that's where you can see Marvel kind of coming in. Yeah. So both of them are trying to mend together, but in some parts it does look very almost awkward. Like it's okay. The one that I'm thinking, of remembering back, like what scene, like it looked, mm-hmm. it looked, it started looking good, mm-hmm. but then it got to the weird CG. Then it started looking good again. Mm-hmm. Was that one scene when he fights uh, his? wife in that one forest scene next to that little river okay so yeah uh, when the mandarin first meets his wife right yes. yeah when he first yeah. meets her and they're doing that one fight mm-hmm. it's it looks great at first but then you could easily tell when it hits cg right away oh yeah definitely definitely yeah. and like i said it's just marvel has a technique where they do full body composites over with face placements yeah so for those of you guys who don't know when you're seeing all those crazy action scenes none of the characters none of the actors are real those are 100 cg characters and they just basically take um photo scans of their face or if they get any type of like face mapping technology and they basically just get that character's face and map it on yeah. to that cg character so that's how they mostly do everything so when you're trying to transition from real life heavy martial arts to mix it in between these CG elements, it's it is a little bit noticeable, but it's not something that completely throws you out. No, no, no. It's just we notice it because we're so used. Yeah, to it. we're so used yeah. to that. And like it's, I said, we we waited until yes all the post credits oh, yes. just to so see the rotoscope the team. Yes. Yeah, because it's, it's fucking massive. massive. No rotoscope teams. Yeah, teams yes. plural. It, plural. It, yeah, plural. Because it'll go like, all right, there's a team. Then about a minute later, there's another one. Yep, because it would be like for different uh, different locations. Yeah, you yeah. Have, you had roto mapping, and then you also had, uh, oh my gosh, what was the other one? Compositing, oh, no, uh, compositing. Yeah, yes. a lot of you so had a much shit to the compositors. Yeah. So that was something where I was not, I should have expected it, but I wasn't thinking there was going to be that much CGI added into this film. Yes. I thought they were expecting more to. You know, the more focus more on the actual martial arts. Yeah. More wire work. Yeah, more wire work, more stuff like that, yeah. you know. Then no, rather I, than I'm just not, full whole, body composite. Same thing. Yeah. I thought it was gonna go more towards like the crouching tiger hidden dragon routes with yeah, a lot of wire work, yeah. you know. I, I expected that. I but, was expecting more of like the heavy hit ones of like, you know, the old kung fu movie trick where it's like when you punch or kick. They put like a little bit of like that baby powder. Oh, on. the batter, all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't think they were gonna go that far. That would have been cool. I, I expected a lot more like traditional wire work and stuff like yeah. like you were saying. Because I mean, I could see that like in that part of the building that him and his 
his teacher were fighting yeah. in. I mean, because you did get that wire work fighting, like I said, when you, with the fight scene between Mandarin and his wife, you know, yes. when that first came out, that was definitely wire yeah. work style. Yeah, that was what, about halfway, so it was wire work, yeah. then they got into like CG, then back. Yeah. But they kind of mixed everything together yeah. for that one. Yeah. Like, it was a huge mix for that. I was quite surprised though with this film, how much it didn't need to heavily rely on the MCU too. Yeah. No, it, yeah. Like you got those mentions and then you get, or well, huge spoiler alert for people who haven't seen this, you do get the return of Ben Kingsley, you know, was, Trevor yes. Slattery. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was not expecting that one. Yeah. I did not expect it. So Mandarin did not kill him. He just kept him as a jester. Yeah. <laughs> All because he did Hamlet. Oh, yeah. He survived by doing Hamlet, apparently. That is the weirdest way to survive a situation. Yeah. <laughs> they Okay, they brought in him. Uh, they brought in... Uh, what's the name? Jesus Christ, I'm running... Oh, Wong? Yes, Wong. Yeah, so yeah. Wong from Doctor Strange. Yes. Mm -hmm. So He fought Abomination. Yeah. Abomination. And then you said there was a couple things in the background that tied into other characters uh, during the fight, the fight club that you see one person. Yes. Okay. So do you remember in Iron Man 3? God, I wish I could remember what they were called. Tell about the people, the extremists, the yes. people who took the extremists. Yeah. Yes. Um, the people that took the extremists. Remember how they kind of glowed red? Uh, you know, they they healed. They had a yeah. You saw one woman fighting. In yes, a yeah. In the cage, one woman one in the was cage, fighting yeah. a guy that was that was fighting another one like in a box. Like mm -hmm. when they walk in, mm -hmm. and in the background you see like people fighting in these like box cages. Mm -hmm. Where it's like one's like a couple of uh karate masters fighting a random sumo wrestler. Yeah, for some reason. Well, there's one. It shows for quick, quick glimpse that there was one with a surviving extremist ability, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, he was glowing red, you know, all veiny and everything, like the red glow that he usually has. So yeah, it was like, that okay. one woman cutting him up, right? Yeah. With like that dagger chain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, yeah. he would be healing up because he, because he has that super healing factor. Mm. And uh, yeah, I thought that was actually a pretty cool, pretty cool little egg. I'm pretty sure it was like 20 other yeah, eggs. Yeah, there's 20. Like we definitely need to rewatch that one and yeah. pick out all the Easter eggs. Like the ones I've noticed were like, it wasn't those. It was like all the like actual mentions within the film. Like they kind of briefly mentioned Iron Man three, where you know before they introduced yeah. Trevor Slater, they said you know how someone came over trying to take over the idea of you know Mandarin and use it for like a U.S. terrorist. You yeah, know? yeah. And they had something like it's race. Well, I mean they actually pointed out it is racist. It, and yeah. How can it be scared of an orange? I like, know. He, yeah. He took my <laughs> took my likeness. He took my likeness and gave it a name called the Mandarin, which was named after an orange. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and people were afraid. But how do you feel about the other characters? So I mean, we had surprisingly huge support. Oh, not a huge, but like more of a supporting cast than I expected for like an actual single titled superhero film. Yeah. Um, you got Aquafina. You got. Wong showed up a few times within this. I showed up two times in the movie, one time in the post credits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like, I mean, that's okay. His sister, and then who was the one who played Shang-Chi's sister? Uh, and I had to actually pulled up. Yeah, what the was with the bowl cut? Yeah, bowl cut. <laughs> yeah, dude. They really favored bowl cuts in this movie. <laughs> like, and then his sister... Just rocked that same cut for oh, years. Oh, for years. Like, because that bang was just like, yeesh. Uh, crap. I'll that. Uh, but the, the character, uh, Shai Ling. Yes. Yeah. She was, she was actually kicking some ass throughout the oh, whole no, thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's how I know that guy. Which one? The one that was like, dude, why does he look so familiar? The one that was like in the... That was uh, right oh the, the dealer yeah yeah Andy Lee no oh was that him oh to the left to the left right there yeah. oh that's him okay John was he from he's a comedian he's a stand up comedian okay oh yeah he is okay I saw his special the one right there with like the red drapes in the yeah back. yeah I yeah. saw that special he's actually really good all right, Ryan 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 yeah Ryan I was okay. like why the fuck does he look so familiar <laughs> oh, yeah because you were like, talking about that in the movies like yeah this guy's so fucking familiar I've seen that face bro. yeah I'm like there it is it's like, I'm trying to think of like he wasn't in a movie but he was in something on television mm, okay. like I remember and, that, and that's why yeah also uh, by the way this guy shows up only for like a minute in the movie that's it he has like one minute of screen time yeah that's it yeah but it's still funny as hell the way he the way he handles himself in the entire uh, yeah 
he, the way he's handled himself is actually pretty good. Hmm. This is say, a dude who's like survived in the underground. Yeah. You know, who's, <laughs> who's a weary, who's, or who's very aware of like shady dealings and how to speak the language. You know? But he just has a good attitude about it. Yeah, yeah, he has a real good attitude. I did notice a lot about this. There is a lot of like preppiness in the attitudes where like characters you expect to be like just silent types or like badass characters who are like kind of more ruthless. The conversation throughout this film was a lot more pleasant. And I think it was the fact that anytime Aquafina talked to a specific character, she kind of like dropped that character's actual persona. So when, the, especially when the sister, she's kind of like a little bit more bitter and a lot of bit like more of a hard ass than actual Shang-Chi. Yeah. But if you notice anytime she talked to the sister, it was like just basically like a friendly conversation. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, oh was. man, was he yeah. always like that? Like have you noticed like Aquafina, anytime she interacted with a character, yeah. it always dropped their personality. Like right. even with the same one when she was walking in the fight club, she saw the dude with a spike mask. She's like, nice spike mask. And the guy's like, thanks. Yeah, it like you see, like yeah. it was dropping a lot of characters, like personalities every well, time she, she interacted with them. Well, she was the whole comic relief. Yeah, like in every Marvel film, this one person's comic relief. Yeah, she remind me. I mean, not that she was acting identical anyway, the same, but remind me of what's his name, uh, Michael Pena from uh, Ant Man. Like sort of like his character. Yeah, it felt like that. Like yeah, she I can just, see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that comparison. Because a lot of times she was just making random conversations, saying random things, mm -hmm. and mm. it just worked. I mean, it worked with because of you know her comedy style, her you know way she acts. It just it works. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like this. I'm a little excited to see what else they're gonna have in store for this because it's like it's official. He's gonna be part of the Avengers from the post credit scene. Yes. Yeah. So he's now officially a. Well, they didn't. Here's the thing: is they're they're it's like almost they're trying to avoid saying the word Avenger. Oh no, they're gonna they're not gonna say that word again. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, have you noticed they've been trying to like it's like always welcome to the team. Yeah. Now. Well, actually, well, okay. One thing that Marvel's done really good at yeah. in all the films is one, they don't call themselves by any superhero names ever. Yeah. Um, other than making the small they say, joke, they later on they start saying Avengers a lot, like we're Avengers and everything. They start yeah. saying that a lot towards the yeah. end. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, it's like fuck it, we're <laughs> that's who we are might as well call ourselves that mm -hmm. but even a lot of times it refers themselves as a team as a group or something like that yeah um because anyone that's read the comics every single time they call them by their superhero names they call their teams out yeah. loud yeah uh, like iron man captain america yeah it's never it's never tony or steve mm -hmm. yeah so i mean it honestly i don't know what we should start getting used we should be used by now that they never call themselves <laughs> By their superhero names or the yeah. team itself yeah. or the group they're involved in they're never going to call themselves that yeah they're going to try to i mean i know eventually they're going to have to get on board to the concept of a new new avengers and they're gonna have to do you know some kind of call out name call out in that film i'm pretty sure they'll make the joke of yeah. you know what we call ourselves oh the new avengers <laughs> or the young or or something i don't know the, the what's what's the other one called what's the the, the young, avengers? young avengers yeah 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 i'm pretty like sure they'll make that, that joke the young avengers yeah. and and it'll be interesting to see his character move forward with those 10 rings as his main power. Because I don't think like we've seen everything those things could do, right? No, because they said there's something special about them. They're not rings or something about... Or well, they, they were... At the, so post-credits at the end, they were basically saying like the 10 rings were given off some kind of GPS signal. Yeah. Like a beacon. Mm -hmm. They just didn't know what it was calling to. Maybe the Celestials? No, because I feel they've, they've really adamantly kind of specified saying that Hulk, when he snapped half the humanity, half of the universe back into existence, that ignited like the Celestials coming to Earth. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it seems like the trailers are basically pointing at. But we have to wait on that one because we're yeah. talking about trailers. Like, eh. We got two months to wait on that. Yeah, I can wait. I mean, how much? Yeah. But, uh, okay. I, I, I just, I don't think they're going to use those as the excuse for Eternals because that's, nah. that's, I think they needed their own establishment within Eternals for the reason that they come. Yeah. But I feel like that GPS pinging to is Feng Shui, the actual dragon that owns those 10 rings. That would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, that would make more sense. I mean, we'll, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens now because... I mean, there also there's a bunch of other Marvel films coming out that somehow tie this guy into the rest of them. Mm -hmm. uh, like so, like this film felt so away from the other Marvel films. The, like it uh, felt like it wasn't necessary even to watch any other other Marvel films to get this. Yeah, except yeah. for the occasional like um, 
other than like two scenes and maybe like like the one reference the snapping that that's about it yeah did it they did, mentioned the snapping like four times in the fucking movie. Did I, I remember like once in the beginning. No, they mentioned it a couple times. Okay, about the snap. Yeah, they mentioned like uh, the beginning when they said that, you know, life is too short. They could be snapped away. Mm. Then again, it's mentioned later on that uh, the snap that it's destroyed half of humanity. Yeah. So it's they, they bring it up a couple times. Okay, yeah. But how do you feel about just a general plot for this film and the pacing and everything? Uh, it was... Okay, I mean, we talked about how the dialogue, dialogue just kind of went quickly with the fight scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's an action-packed film. I mean, I'll say that. Th- if you want an action movie, this you got to watch this one. Yeah, no. You, this is a straight-up yeah. action film, not a whole lot of talking. Because I know a few people in my life that I can't get them to sit through watch the entire movie without them, you know. Yeah. If there's talking, that I lost them. But no, I guarantee they'll be stuck on that seat just watching the entire fight. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's a good amount of fighting within yeah. this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. Dude, there's like... At minimum, at least like eight different fight scenes. Minimum. Was there that many? Yeah, because let's see. What? Let's see. You got the. Well, you have, you the, have bus. the. Yeah, yeah, like the first bus scene. Yes. Then you get the fight club. Yeah, fight club. I also count the, the, the flashbacks. Yep. I don't count. No, okay. See, I don't count those flashbacks. But they're fight scenes. They are. Uh, it's, it's, it's flashbacks. They're, they're, they're not too relevant to the plot. Like I so said, that was the only big gripe I could say I had this movie. It's just, it's the constant interruption of the flashbacks. It really did get to me for those parts. Okay, I will, I will agree with you on this point. This is, there was too many flashbacks, mm-hmm. but the one time I wanted a flashback, I didn't get a flashback. It's the one time when he says that he completed his mission and he regrets <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't show him actually completing yeah. the one thing I wanted to see. They never showed it. <laughs> yeah. So for you guys that we don't know, in this film, Shang-Chi has a child. Yeah. Basically, the Mandarin, his dad, found the person who killed his wife and he gave yeah. him the mission. Yeah. He, he was I 14, found, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's 14. He's like, here's your mission. You know, go, you know, avenge your mother. So throughout this whole movie, they're constantly showing flashbacks of all this shit he's done as a child. But this is the one time where they're finally revealing, like, he's like, yeah, I went on this mission and... I actually killed this guy and then I ran away from home because, you know, I felt bad for what I did. Yes. And they did not even show that for all the other shit they showed. Yeah. The whole, the, they even showed the Mandarin playing at home with video games with his wife and children <laughs> having a blast yeah. like a f- happy they're fucking playing, family. Yeah, they're playing DDR. They're playing DDR. They had enough time to show a flashback for that shit, but they couldn't show fucking Shang-Chi getting revenge on his mom's killer. They couldn't show that. I, honestly, I thought I was, I was coming. Oh, they talked about, oh, it's coming. It's coming. I'm going to see that. You know, that's it. I'm going to see it. Because the whole, okay, the entire film, they led up like, he didn't do it. Yeah. He didn't do it. Because he then, lied about it in the yeah. beginning. They basically say, like, I went to go do this job. I couldn't do it. But, you know, yeah. spoiler Then later yeah. on, it reveals, like, oh, no, I actually did it. And I feel shitty. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and I ran away. Mm. Not that I was going to get that flashback of him as a kid doing the job and, like, oh, he's in tears or something. But, no, mm. we just, like, he didn't do it and he ran away. Mm. Which I've been noticing is kind of like almost a new trend with like the Marvel films now. It's like your heroes aren't really fully heroes. Like they all have something shady in their past. Like you had with Black Widow where she blew up a child trying to get this one dude. Yeah. Now you got Shang-Chi who was an assassin who actually committed assassinations. I mean, okay. I like that a lot better because yeah. we always know the tro- the superhero trope. Yeah. That they're the greatest. I mean, we have a Captain America. You know, he's... uh. He's yeah. a perfect American. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, DC, yeah, Superman, which during the golden age was like, he is, you know, this he's the most powerful man in the world. Or, you know, powerful man in the world, but moral, good person, yes. Boy Scout, you know. Yeah, the that. Boy Scout, uh, Batman, he's, you know, he was wrong, but he's trying to perfect society. Mm-hmm. You know, we always have that, you know, oh, yeah, they, they're trying to fix up, you know, the world. Yeah. But we never get, like, the superhero or the hero who fucked up, and mm. now he wants to make amends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It seems like from the last post credit scene at the end, are they going to keep, like, the Ten Rings around now under his sister's command? Oh, yeah. That's, dude, that's... <laughs> Wait. Because it, it didn't say, like, Shang-Chi's going to return. It said the Ten Rings will return. Wait. Yeah, they, they have... Now, are you saying the Ten Ring gang, or does Shang-Chi still have the Ten Rings? No, he still has the Ten Rings. He has the Ten Rings, but the Ten Rings organization is now under his sister's oh, control. Yeah, I, think yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's a double meaning. 
It's double meaning, which means the double ten, meaning. Yes, like Shang Chi with his ten rings will return. Him and will return, also, and also the ten rings the gang will return. Like it seems like they had be, they had that banner behind. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It seems like they'll be a lot more prominent within the MCU too. Now, do you think they'll get like their own show or something? Or, dude, we mm. at this point we never know because they honestly, my I'm thinking their strategy right now is just play it as they go. Just if it if, if this it, movie if it works, sticks and works, it works. That yeah. kind of method. Well, I mean, they have a they have a plan out. Yeah. But as for shows, like if they if this one works, we'll find a show out of this. Yeah. Out of this yeah. thing. See, that's why I do agree. Like a lot of the space force definitely need to be like, here's this movie that we're gonna treat trying to tease you to the next phase. But with this movie, there comes like possibly associated show with it. You see what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they're now trying to split this up. Like we got a Black Widow. Now we got the new Black Widow, new Yelena. She's going to be taking a place. Yeah. But we might have this Black Widow show about trying to stop all these Black Widow agents. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's, these new movies now possibly be associated with new show with it coming out. Well, it's two things. Either another show or possibly if people like it. I mean, another movie. Another movie. Yeah, yeah. A sequel, maybe. Yeah, something. Like, like right now, just, I think they're just throwing stuff everything on the wall. Like, we can see yeah, what uh, Yeah, I guess I can see, like, saying that the Ten Rings will return will be, you know, Shang-Chi 2. Yeah. I think it's like, so I think it's just a double meaning. Like, yeah. I think it's like, because every other movie says this character will return. Mm. Captain America will return. Iron Man will return. Mm. And this was just as the Ten Rings. I think it's just double meaning to throw people off. Yeah. I mean, would you like to see more of them coming out? Like a Ten Rings mm. show or something like that? I don't know. I'm kind of uh, either or. I'm fine with I'm it. I'm indifferent. Like, like, would you, how would you feel about like a fully produced like martial arts series? Kung Fu series? You see what I'm saying? Then, I'm going to need some real professionals. Then. Better than Iron Fist, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Or a Razor Fist. Razor, yeah. No, no. Uh, no, uh, Iron Fist. We were the Iron Fist Netflix show. Oh, God. Yeah, it's yes. talking about being better than that, but Jesus. actually trying their own Kung Fu show. Okay, if they do that. But have it similar to how they did, how they shot uh, Daredevil. Okay. If they do that, I'm on board. Yo, yeah, I'll be on board with I'll that. I'll be on board I'll if definitely. they shot that way. Yeah. Mostly because it's, I mean, it's just Raid. That's why. Yeah, Let's be honest. Raid. It's just Raid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If we get like a form of the Raid for Disney, oh, hell yeah. That'll be. Oh, jeez. That'll be something else. That'll be definitely something else. Are they willing to spend that money? Who knows? I don't think. They should. They, they should. They, I mean, come on. They, let's be honest. They spend a lot of money on these other shows. Why not dump a few mil on on a ten ring show? One thing I was expecting more for was Abomination. I thought he was going to be a little bit more in there. Yeah. Like they kind of made it seem like when they announced it, like there was going to actually be like a fight between like Sean Chi and Abomination. But no, he was just kind of there, just like, hey, you know, this character is still around. Now he's done. His fight's over. He got knocked out by Wong. And they're friends. Apparently. And they're friends, apparently. Yeah, they're friends. Because he takes it, like, he opens the portal and he's like, all right, let's go. Like, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Like, we're going to talk about the punches that you were supposed to pull. Mm -hmm. I mean, I completely forgot that character even existed. <laughs> well, I mean, Incredible Hulk came out 10 years ago? Now? Yeah. 11 years ago now? Mm -hmm. It was before 2010. Iron Man, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was after Iron Man. Oh, dude, I don't. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, it was oh, Iron Man. Okay, because I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay, I'm confusing with the. With, the Hulk. Oh, no. Not Ang Lee's Hulk. The no. Incredible Hulk. The Incredible yeah, Hulk, yeah, yes. yeah. No, that was 2009, 2010 for The Incredible Hulk. Yes. Okay, yes, because I remember that, that post-credit scene. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Like, they brought them back. And I think uh, the character Abomination is going to be in the She-Hulk show, too. Is that the same character model or? No, it's a new character no, model. It's okay. comic accurate. Yeah, it's more comic book accurate now. Okay. So, like, size-wise, they, they kept a majority of it. Oh, okay. Now, I remember, okay. Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up yeah. there, too. Yeah. I remember. It was just because I remember the other guy, Abomination, was just, just like basically another version of Hulk. Just a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the monster of a man, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have this version right here that first came out. So. And then the yeah. new one, which so, is the more comic accurate version. So, yeah. So here's this one from yes. Incredible. So. I remember now. Yes. And then, like I said, he says the new one right here, which they had more of like the actual yeah. amphibious textures to it. So they said that they what they explained in it was... Is it like a mutation or something? Yeah, yeah. like, like a, a mutation or an evolution, like him growing from like where he's at. Because like if you click click on, go scroll back up again, the one right there where the portal's between him and Juan. Oh, this one? Right yeah. down right there. So that one, if you look on the back of him, see that spine? Yeah. 
So if you remember in the first appearance of Abomination, he still had those spines. Yeah, it was just but actually just bones. bones. Yeah. So, so now this turned into dorsal fin. Yes. So down, the first stage down, that we is just left. a first stage that Abomination where he's just kind of yeah. like just turning into what we see. Okay. And then the the one that we saw to the oh, one yeah. that we saw is the. Uh, is the comic book actor. Yeah. So he, he grew in that amphibious he, he, Yeah, so he just slowly mutated into yeah. that. Yeah, here's the two difference right here. There you go. See right there. Yeah. All right. So about the same size, still structure. They still they just added on a little bit more onto him. Yeah. To kind of make up for uh I like that. I like that. It was kind of like, just like I said, a lot of this was, this movie felt like it was fixing up a lot of the inconsistencies from the earlier MCU films. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fixing up the inconsistency with the Ten Rings, fixing up the inconsistencies with like Abomination and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like they're trying to take all the stuff that they diverged away from the comic books and trying to reinsert it back into the films. Now, I actually have a question. Yeah. Maybe you can answer for me. Uh, was the Ten Rings ever mentioned before uh, Shang-Chi? Yes, yes. The first yes, Iron Man was. movie. Since they've been around since the first Iron Man. They're, the Ten Rings uh -huh. is the people who kidnapped Iron Man in the first movie. Uh, but they weren't the real people. They were an offshoot. Yeah. On the first, not Iron Man 3, but the first Iron the Man. The first Iron Man, the Ten Rings kidnaps Tony Stark. And they mentioned And they are an offshoot. Yeah, they mentioned they're okay. an offshoot from. So in the original Iron Man, what they made it seem like, it's almost the Ten Rings were like on synonymous. Like they're basically synonymously like realized like Al-Qaeda or like Taliban or something like that. Yeah. They're a terrorist group and they made it more seem like Middle Eastern. Mm -hmm. so now this is kind of changing it over and trying to reestablish of saying hey there's multiple different branches of the ten rings with all their own leaders but they all follow the real mandarin mm -hmm. now okay. in iron man 3 you got someone who heard about the tales and decided to turn that into like a you know a boogeyman story like its own terrorist that he can use to basically put himself within the like um american you know military finances and stuff like that has his own living weapons all that stuff we know we got with killian from iron man 3 mm, okay so that was the whole thing now you saw you know with shang chi or if you haven't seen it um they had a marvel short called all hail the king i've not w seen that one yet. yeah so it it's in between it takes place right after iron man 3 and it takes place it, it basically explains what happens to trevor slatery's character after he got arrested from iron man 3 and Mandarin finds out that someone took his name. They get an agent to go in there and basically they kidnap him and break him out of prison at the end. Mm. So you're thinking, oh, just Mandarin's going to go kill him because he stole his name. Now you saw in this film, he didn't Whoop. kill him. He kept him alive. I mean, he did intend to kill him. Yeah, he intended to kill him. And then, you know, he did his whole, you know, <laughs> which, okay. I will say that that's one. It doesn't make sense because, I mean, if you're going to kill the guy, why not kill him in prison? Send an assassin, go in there and kill him off. Not break him out and actually move him across the world. It's because he wanted to physically see the man who stole his name. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of power hungry type of thing. And apparently likes Hamlet. Yeah, he likes, he likes apparently Shakespeare, so. Because <laughs> so it, it kept him alive. I mean, I was, okay, I'll, I'll accept it. I'll, I'll just, yeah, just accept yeah. it for that. <laughs> I'll accept it. So overall, how would you say you would like this movie? It was, it was all right. I get a solid seven. Oh yeah, I'll give it like a solid seven out of ten. It's a solid standard Marvel film. Now I think that was my issue. It was a standard Marvel film yeah, to me. It, still, it was still. I mean, the action was. I mean, action was great, mm. but they they added the comic relief like every other standard. Mm. You know, Marvel film has a comic relief. They. I mean, it's I hate to say this, but it, it the beats hit every single time. Yeah, the beats hit all the time and like i said it became it's this still feels like the formula of marvel film yeah that even down to the soundtrack unfortunately yeah even the soundtrack yeah the, i mean it was it was heavily you know what's it called uh, a lot of it was like chinese or mm -hmm. asian um hip-hop mm -hmm. but yeah. still it followed the same formula the entire yeah. time yeah uh, yeah what do you think about it mike uh i'd probably give it like a six six yeah okay Solid six. It hit the standard. It hits, like it hits the tropes of Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, but like I said, still it's a good stand, movie. Still yeah. enjoyed it. And Just we a standard Marvel. Yeah, Marvel and we movie. still hold out that the next one's gonna be different. Yeah. <laughs> we always have it. The always. next we one's gonna be different. We always hold out. Yeah, but we can yeah. only hope. Yeah. 
right. All right. I think that'll be a, a good closing for there. Does anyone have anything else to say they want to talk about this movie before we close this out? Uh, I guess it's quickly. Okay. Just overall CGI, not bad. Acting pretty good. Uh, CGI, not bad, but a little too much at the yeah. end. Yes. Too much at the end. Yeah. Uh, acting, not pretty good. Yeah. Fights, uh, fight, uh, choreography. Yeah, fight choreography. Fight, yeah. Yeah. Really great. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that was, was really fantastic. Great. Yeah. So whoever, absolutely. Whoever ran that team, my hats off to them. They knew what they're doing. Yeah. Um, editing done right. I'll say standard Marvel editing. You can't really get fucked that up. I, I can't say they done right if they just would have rearranged those flashbacks. It's Anywho. Fuck, it's done right. It's done right. Before standard. we go down that road again. <laughs> so uh, many. Like I said, overall, great overall, action movie. standard Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. Great action movie. Just watch it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'll say yeah. watch it. I'll definitely say it's still a good watch. It's a good watch. If you're already invested in the MCU at this point, just, just watch it. Just watch it. Just watch it. Just Might watch as well. It. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to be a good place where we're going to close it out tonight. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for watching tonight's topic. I'm curious about what you thought about Shang-Chi. Do you like the movie? Do you want to see more? Is there anything that felt missing that you want to talk about? You can leave this in the comment below if you're watching this on the Next Genie YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash the Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. We put out episodes every Friday. For our audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And before we leave, we got something for Mike wants to tell you guys. Yes, before I completely dip out. <laughs> if you haven't subscribed already, subscribe. We're on YouTube, we're on iTunes, as he was just saying. We're on uh, we're on Amazon Music, we're on Spotify. So we have all these different platforms to be able to subscribe and keep up with the latest podcasts as well as with our latest videos that we also have coming up. And follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram so that you get a, get a hold of uh, special stories, little snippets that we kind of make here and there, and also as well keep you up to date on any future projects. Don't forget that Patreon. And that Patreon. We have that Patreon as well to where the more subscribers we have to it, we have different options to choose from. More subscribers means we'll be able to create more content for you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that'll be it. Uh, please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, Tatus.